Welcome to episode 93 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. And tonight, uh, it's, it's, it's just a straight-up funeral. Tonight is a funeral for the DCEU, the Snyderverse, if you will. It's a funeral for Henry Cavill Superman, for Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, for Henry... For Ben Affleck's Batman, and it's a funeral. And that's what we're talking about. So let's get it on. Onward and upward. Here we go, DJ Kevin Kev. I feel like we should be playing that. Um... Fuck this. That song. <laughs> No, Wait, no, no. Why did I play the Imperial March? No, that's that, the, <laughs> that song that um, <laughs> that's like Remembrance Day. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the fucking song, but uh, I think in the Hangover Part Two, whatever. That one <laughs> when he sings it at um when the guy sings it at um Sakafanakis, whoever sings it at the funeral. And you expect oh, oh, it yeah, to yeah, be yeah. like like someone else singing, but it's him because it's so beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we should be uh, playing that song. But anyways, how you doing, my friend? Anyway. Uh, Kevin. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me and joining me this evening for this official proceedings that we are about to begin. Nara. Our funeral for the DCEU. I know that you don't care about this as much as i do i know that your heart is not you know, as broken as mine is you know what i know I, that your, your soul is not as crushed as mine is today i'm just gonna but i appreciate that you are allowing me to to do this to work through this emotion to grieve fully and to get it all out tonight thank you i'm Go just ahead. gonna say that um this has been drawn out way too long they should have right. did this they should have did this from from time I'm I'm actually glad that they're doing this. I want to see a lot of people are. Yeah, I want to see where James Gunn is going to take this. This yeah, I, sure. I can I say franchise? Me too. Yeah, take this franchise and and see this what he whole does new with brand. It. Yeah, the DCU. It's mm-hmm. a it's a whole new brand. It's <clears> a new <throat> thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I, I I like that he's being very respectful about it. It's not like fuck you, I'm in charge. It's well, more he's a like classy guy. Yeah, yeah. It's more like, you know what? Thank you for your service. But it is kind but, of fuck you, I'm in charge. Uh a little, but it is to like, a lot of like 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 he knows there's a lot well, of people who are crushed by there's, there's a reason. What he's doing it. There's a reason you why know. they handpicked him. To come along well, and be sure. like, hey, we need Go you ahead. to be our Kevin Feige, essentially. There's a reason why they picked him. He's taken, like, some of the fucking... Plenty of reasons. Plenty of reasons. Yeah, he's, he's taken, yeah. like, who... I didn't know who the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy was before he fucking yep. did it. And he did an amazing job with it. Like, so far, I can't talk about part three. But so far, everything that he's done with that fucking franchise has been great. Agreed. Right. Agreed. I've um, watched the holiday special like six times now. Yeah. I watched it today. I watched oh, it a couple go. hours ago. I still laugh. Uh, the GoBots joke is mm-hmm. my is 
I love that. I love that go by. I, I, I'm going to say, I will say this. I'm going to have to sit down and watch it again. So I'm planning on hooking up the big screen because I do it every year. It's my thing is I watch Die Hard on, on my wall. I blow it up as big as I can and I fucking watch it. I crank it. And Die Hard is my fucking, I don't care what anyone says. That's my Christmas movie. That's my Christmas right miracle. <laughs> Right on. And I feel like, so uh, I think uh, the girlfriend and I are going to do it either this Friday night or possibly Saturday night. I'm not sure yet. But we're going to watch it at my house. And probably I I, I think I'm going to sneak in the Guardians again because I feel like I need to watch that again. And to watch on the big wall is mm-hmm. will be more indulging. And I always sneak in a Christmas story as well, by the way, when I do this. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm with and you there. I think I always, I think I watch, sorry, lots of what? Call of Duty. <laughs> On Call the big of Duty. Wall. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually, I have my, uh, I have my projector working right now nice. and I have my, my screen up and right now it's projecting um, 4K Starscapes, which is one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, I, I, I highly recommend it. What so is that? it's just Sorry? like a, it's four. It's it's a channel where just so, like people take their awesome high definition cameras in in beautiful locations where where the sky is completely clear at night. Okay, and they just film the sky at night and then they time lapse it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the sky going by in four K at night in be- these beautiful locations. And it's just these beautiful starscapes. Okay, nice. Basically, anyway. Um, so, but I was earlier playing my Xbox on my projector screen on nice. this, on like, you know, whatever it is, like it's a hundred inches mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, so I'm with you in I'm completely in spirit and in action on, on that front. Yes. In this holiday season. There you go. Awesome um, sauce. Did you yeah, get the man. new one? You um, get the uh, Series X? Or are you still rocking the Xbox no, One? No, no, I do not have the Series X, okay. but I still have the Series S. Oh yeah, the Series it's still, S. It, it's still all good, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, I don't mind it, and I heard that loading times are not greatly improved on the Series X, and loading times are really the only thing that bug me. Like, really, I don't I see how find it very quick. Actually, I have really? the Series X, on and X? I find it yeah. So yeah. put it this way, so. Um, when I first got it, I was still playing. I think Black Ops Four or Three, whatever it was, the last one, with my with my friends who were on Xbox uh, Ones, and I would be in the game when it has that countdown, and their screens were still loading. Oh yeah, right. And I would be already. They'd be like, "Man, this fucking thing's still loading." I'm like, "Really? I'm sitting here waiting for you guys." <laughs> you know what though? Yeah. I entered the sweepstakes today. I mm-hmm. went in my Xbox app to my Xbox home screen today, yeah. and they've changed it, mm. and and it led me to this Xbox Rewards page now. Okay, and there's an Xbox Rewards app if mm. you have Xbox Live Gold. Okay, which I do. Yes. Um. So I go to this How app come for the first time. We're not friends on Xbox, buddy. What's up? I don't know. Are we not? No, I don't know. I don't think so, man. Anyway, add think... me up. Add right. me up. Okay. Well, JD. The MC is my is my my yeah. Xbox handle. Okay. JD. All right. T H A J D T H A M C. That's me. All right. Send it to JD me. JD the MC. Wicked, wicked. Who me? Mm. JD the MC. That's me. All right. Anyway. Send it to me on idea. Um, all right. Um, 
So mm-hmm. I go into this app for the first time, which I guess has been around for a while. I didn't know about it. And it turns out I have 20,000 reward points. Oh, nice. And so I, it, it's like redeem points and you go and you, they tell you what you can redeem points for. Look for this. Maybe you haven't seen it yet. It's yeah, there. Possibly. If you're a gold member. I am. Um, and uh, so it was 7,000 points to buy a month of Xbox Live Gold. Okay. Uh, so I redeemed that. Mm-hmm. But then there was all these giveaways. And uh, there's a there's a giveaway for a Series X that's uh, Overwatch themed. Mm. And it was like 5,000 points for 150 entries in the, in the draw. Okay. So I was like, okay, boom. 5,000 mm. points. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Nice. And then the, they were also giving away a Microsoft uh, Surface, which mm. is like a, their dope, their dope laptop slash tablet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. 5,000 points for 150 tickets in the draw. Boom. Go ahead. Nice. So I could get a Series X because I just entered a draw for it today. Nice. Kev. So dope. Knock wood. All right. Anyway. I never we'll win see. that shit, so there's no point. <laughs> I never win anything, so but but yeah. fuck man. I mean luck's gotta change sometime, right? <laughs> I suppose. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Come on. You we'll right? see. We shall see. I bought a I got a free month of my at live membership anyway. I mm. probably could have got free for the price of what I spent on draws, but whatever. Very nice. Good times. Good times on the Xbox today. I haven't used my Xbox in a long time. Today was the first time in like a long time that I played it instead of my kids. It was fun. Nice. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about, Kev? Uh, we're talking about some DC stuff you wanted to talk the about. End era, the end it's of the an era, Kev. It's the end, Kev. It's the end. I don't know if it's as much of as the end as it is the beginning. I mean, yeah, okay, but but here's the thing. Here's why, like, I'm real, like, okay, okay. Where to begin? Where to begin? I sh- I didn't write a script. I didn't make notes. I'm just gonna talk. Yeah. Uh, but where to begin? I, like, okay. Uh, do I like Man of Steel, the Henry Cavill Superman movie? Yes, I really do. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think. Um. Anybody, if you, if you go back and rewatch it, you cannot deny that the fight scene in that movie between Superman and uh, and and the other Kryptonians, Zod and his and his and his lieutenants, um, just like from a superhero movie perspective. Mm. Is just the most amazing visual thing that I think has ever been done. I don't think there's anything that's been done in the MCU visually that compares to those fight scenes. Um, And then it was extended and I think made even greater in the first 10 minutes of Batman versus Superman, which I still believe to this day Hmm. is the greatest 10 minutes of superhero film that exists when you see the, the events of the end of man of steel through the eyes of Bruce Wayne from the ground with everyone else on the ground while those like horrific things were happening. 
I think that Zack Snyder achieved like an amazing cinematic experience that that no one else has that has done. Like mm. it, it, like it felt, it felt like this is really what this shit would look like if these super powered beings were battling around us. Like, like, look, I love Avengers and the Battle of New York. It was super fun, super great. I love it. It's super fun to watch. I'll watch it a million times. But it does not give me that same feeling of, holy shit, if this were real, this is what it would look like and feel like from the ground. I, I feel like Zack Snyder achieved um, a, a level of, of, of transcendence. Um, he transcended the genre in some of those scenes. And I felt like they're just, they're not respected because the scripts kind of fell flat. The writing was kind of bad. Um, in both of those movies in different places, there were just terrible writing choices that kind of dropped the quality of the whole thing. Um, and I understand people's complaints with them and I understand why, why not everybody loved them. And I understand why they underperformed a little bit, but I also understand why there is a strong, community of fans who loved those movies and wanted to see Henry Cavill get another chance, wanted to see his version of Superman continue, his storyline continue so he could get to that happier, more positive Superman place, so he could get to that more vibrant color palette, so he could get to the point where he deserved the John Williams, Christopher Reeves classic score behind him when he arrives on screen. And I think that you could do that if you, if you had the right, you know, and you know, this has been what I've talked, been talking about for like a decade now. And this is, there's been a whole fan movement saying what exactly what I'm trying to say right now. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we believed in this enough that we think if you gave it another chance under the right circumstances, it could be everything that, you know, people were disappointed that it was not yet. Um, and, uh, and, and I know that there was an entire other faction out there that just went, you know what? Fuck that. It underperformed. It was flawed from the beginning. It should all be flushed. It should all be rebooted. People said it after man of steel, People said it a lot more after Batman versus Superman. People screamed it and yelled it after Justice League, that Joss Whedon nightmare of a Justice League film, which was garbage, um, which we've talked about on this podcast. You can go look and look up the episodes about this, about, about why that movie was so garbage and the whole Snyder versus Whedon drama that happened. And mm. you know what? Snyder was not perfect, obviously. Snyder was responsible for the writing that happened in man of steel. That was garbage. And the writing that happened in Batman versus Superman, that was garbage that made everybody laugh at those movies. Um, but he was also responsible for how great they looked and felt and sounded. He was also responsible for how great the first wonder woman film looked and felt and sounded at way more for so than Patty Jenkins, like, and we've talked about that at great length as well, so I won't go into the details of that too much. Mm -hmm. But 
um, fucking the first Wonder Woman movie made a lot of fucking money and was a great fucking movie. And Gal Gadot was always like a weak actress, but never the problem because like the character doesn't require the most talented actor in the world to play it. It's not a very complex character. It's a very fantastical, like mythical character that is painted in very broad strokes. And there was just something about Gal Gadot that just worked. Like, like you just, it just, it was, it was, it on screen. It just, man, I don't know, just something about the face she made when she was deflecting bullets in slow motion. Mm -hmm. Uh, you just, you just fucking believed this bitch was a warrior and she wanted to kill. And she, you know, like was like, you know, when she showed up, you were going to be saved uh because she was all about it i i totally believed that character mm -hmm. um and then you know patty jenkins came along and wrote and directed a sequel that was so 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 bad that patty jenkins absolutely deserved to get fired um and she absolutely deserved to get her star wars rogue squadron movie like second guest hmm. immediately <laughs> um and scrutinized heavily but um anyway what happened in the real world what what really happened here um uh man we had the black adam thing right so we had like what a year five years of the rock making speeches at comic cons like and 10 years post <laughs> posting on he's his been, he's yeah, been trying like, to get that Twitter film made for like 10 for years. black adam right right yeah. and he totally treated it like it was the wwe all over again like he mm. just went out and cut promos right like i'm gonna fight superman because i'm good i'm so powerful i'm black adam and the hierarchy of power is about to change and it didn't really make fucking sense because black adam is a shazam villain not a superman villain even though you know black adam and superman sure crossed paths plenty of times mm. in the comics and whatever um essentially black Adam is a fucking Shazam villain. And we just had a pretty successful Shazam movie. And it would have been really awesome if, if the rock, uh, you know, to put it in WWE terms, since that's the way he treated it, you know, if he fucking did what was best for the business, what was best for the team and, and laid down for Shazam. Right. And like, and came in as a really intimidating Shazam villain and supported that franchise. And, you know, he'd, he'd have to lose or he'd at least have to come to a stalemate at the end. But, like, he just wasn't interested in that. He was all about Henry Cavill and I've got to be the top guy and I've got to, or I've got to challenge the top guy. And also I've got to reinstall the top guy because he's apparently half in or half out or whatever because nobody knows if henry cavill's even in so like the rock ah, dwayne johnson i always call him the rock dwayne johnson for like a decade now like you said has been trying to just use his complete force of will from himself internally and kind of putting his entire clout 
on the line, I think, publicly for this for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. And trying to sell not only himself, but Henry Cavill and how awesome the fight between him and Henry Cavill would be. And I like, I don't know that anybody really ever thought that that was a really awesome idea. Right. Right. Like I was never stoked. Like, Oh my God, it would be so cool to see Henry Cavill Superman fight Dwayne Johnson's black Adam. Like that, like I'm a super hardcore DC fan. I'm a super hardcore Henry Cavill man of steel fan. Mm I, I, I'm a Dwayne Johnson fan from back in the day. Like I'm, I'm the exact demographic. I'm the wrestling fan who was a big fan of wrestling when the rock emerged in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was my era of WWE fandom. So all of this, like I should be the total target audience for all of that. And I always thought, man, this is kind of forced and weird and not, like exciting or interesting and i kind of felt like weird like about dwayne johnson and what he was doing the whole time especially because there was always like very public stories about how the management at warner brothers was changing the ownership of warner brothers was changing um there was all this internal strife all the time and it always just seemed like well dwayne johnson is like talking about stuff he can't know is true. Mm. He's just talking about stuff he wants to be true. He's trying to just will all of this into existence. Um, and his wife or his ex-wife now, who is still his manager, is also the manager of Henry Cavill. So business-wise, he has a huge interest in getting Henry Cavill back as mm. Superman. So it really was just like Dwayne Johnson just making a huge power play, just trying to take over this whole DC storyline while it was public news, while David Zaslav had announced that he was looking for his own version of Kevin Feige to take over the DC storyline. So... I mean, I don't think anybody ever thought Dwayne Johnson was going to be the Kevin Feige of DC. I don't know if Dwayne Johnson thought he was going to be the Kevin Feige of DC. I just think that Dwayne Johnson was doing his best to wager his own clout, whatever power he had, Hmm. to recreate the success he had in the WWE which was like, what, what, what did he do? He cut amazing promos and he hyped up amazing matches. He picked a fight with the top guy and then he hyped it up so much that you wanted to see it. And then it was an amazing fight. And he thought he, he could treat the, I think he thought he could treat the DCEU the same way. And, and if he built up enough hype, for his match with Henry Cavill, then whoever took over DC would have no choice but to say, okay, yeah, we're going to go with this. Henry Cavill is still our Superman and Black Adam is still going forward and 
you know, all this stuff is still going forward. I just feel like they didn't count on the hubris of James Gunn mm-hmm. or, or they didn't even know. I don't think anybody knew that James Gunn was going to get this job, first of all. Probably not. And, and I'm glad that he has it. Okay. And I'm, and I'll say this about James Gunn and you know this when, when they announced that he was making the suicide squad, I wasn't super stoked about that because I'm, I'm not a fan of the suicide squad. I went and saw that movie and I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, and, and like you said, I'd never heard of guardians of the galaxy. And when I heard they were making that, that movie, I was kind of like annoyed. Why bother with that, with that comic book? Mm -hmm. And I, I turned out to love it like everyone else. I totally am sold on James Gunn's ability to make this kind of movie and to make Peacemaker. You and I've talked about this extensively on the podcast previously. Mm-hmm. Peacemaker was my most hated comic book character. He Vigilante was my favorite. He was a comic that I collected when I was in high school that nobody else collected. I was just this. It was my weird, isolated geekdom. Amongst uh, all the other geeks, I was the only Vigilante fan that I knew. <laughs> but I, <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> One moment. Mm-hmm. While I clear this fraud from my throat. Mm. <clears> throat> but um, <clears throat> Vigilante was basically a character <clears throat> that was a lot like Batman. Except he used guns and he killed. Um, and he had a superpower. He had like a... Wolverine like um, healing factor that was mystical. It was granted to him by some um, some Native American spirits or something. Some some weird bad storyline. Mm. I don't know why I love this character, this comic book, but I really did. Um, and and then Peacemaker kind of appeared as a guest in that comic series for a while, and then went on to have his own comic series for a while that the Vigilante was a guest in. And so Peacemaker was like in my face for a bit because of my love of the vigilante comic. And I just thought he was the worst comic character ever. He was like a psychotic villain. He, his uniform was awful, like Mm -hmm. dumb, ugly, terrible. Like why would anybody ever wear that? I just, I didn't buy the character at all. I didn't buy into it at all. I didn't like it at all for any reason. So when James Gunn came along and wanted to do this character and make a show about this character, and then I heard that he was going to have the vigilante on it as a sidekick. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to hate it. Mm. And then it turns out to be a total comedy. He totally changes the character of vigilante. Doesn't take it seriously at all. Just makes it a total comic sidekick character. But God damn it, the writing on that show is so good. The direction on that show is so good. That show is so much fun. Mm-hmm. That it's my favorite fucking thing. It's one of my favorite fucking things ever. I love it more than Guardians. I love it more than most of the DC stuff that I love, and I'm a huge DC nerd. And and it's it's not the comic at all. It's not the comic at all. I think that's a that's an important point. I think we should put a we should put a pin in that point. I think that's important because Peacemaker, while being one of the best TV shows that you could watch, 
um, so fun, just so fun, mm-hmm. um, is a complete takeaway. It's a complete, um, it's not the comic. It's not true to the comic in, in most ways. That being so, said, I never read the comic and I really enjoyed that show as well. So, <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I went into that knowing absolutely. You don't need to read the comic for sure. Like, about, like you definitely yeah. know. Oh. Other than what I saw in uh, Suicide Squad, I knew nothing of Peacemaker. I didn't even heard of Peacemaker right, until right, Suicide right. Squad. And yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed that show. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to separate John Cena, the wrestler, from the actor in that <laughs> but right. uh right. other than that because i every time i see john cena acting and he's like i think i explained this on the uh when we talked about it but whenever i see him cussing and you know um fucking girls and all that shit i i i have that thing in the back of my head is this is the number one requested um wrestler by dying kids, by make a wish kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But anyways, sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there. Then he makes all these filthy jokes. And yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. It just, it took me a while to separate the two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Well, it's working out well for him. And he's it really is. funny. Like, I always thought he was super funny when he made mm-hmm. that movie with, what oh, I forget the name of the movie and I forget the name of the Amy actor. Schumer? The, the act, yeah, the Amy Schumer uh, film. Trainwreck. Yes, I thought I thought John Cena was hilarious. In yeah, that he was movie. great. In that. I really did. Um, yeah. He his acting chops has definitely evolved a lot since he started. Because I don't know if you ever saw that fucking Marine movie that he did, but it's god awful. It is horrible. Yeah, no, it was I like did, a WWE not, film. It, oh, it was yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah, you know, he's come a Pretty long good. way when it comes to uh, his acting chops for sure. sure. Him and sure. um, um, Batista, I always kind of gauge them in the same kind of because they're both oh, yeah. wrestlers and they and they both came out yeah. really weak with their acting. But yeah, they yeah. both improved significantly. More Batista so is so funny. Is so funny. Um, Drax is so funny. Oh yeah, in Drax the holiday great. special. Yeah, in the holiday special. Like, can I tell you? And I. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, can I tell you that that Guardians of the Galaxy trailer, the part of the new one, when the yeah. little girl fucking rolls the ball and Drax picks it up and whips it at her and it, and it hits yeah. her in the face, I was fucking yeah. dying. I was fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> so typical so Drax joke, but yeah. still so funny. Yeah, he's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that he's gonna play Lobo and not Jason Momoa. Um, it's an, like one of the rumors. What's it's, going to happen yeah, in the future? But anyway, we're skipping ahead. I should mm-hmm. get back to the timeline of of, of events. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so what happened? Um, like last week, all of a sudden, like news started to happen. The earth started to shake um, uh, around DC. And, uh, and first thing that first news was Gal Gadot made a weird uh, tweet um, uh, saying. She really hopes to get another chance to make another Wonder Woman movie and and to and to get Patty Jenkins' vision of the character out there because because she's so grateful to play the character. And people were like, "Oh, okay, what's that about?" Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, this weird story comes out. Um, well, this story comes out um, about how um, Wonder Woman three has been canceled. 
um, and that and the the story also um, suggests that maybe Henry Cavill Superman Man of Steel two is also canceled. And maybe all of the existing DCEU is canceled and there's a complete reboot happening. Um, and, and that story kind of came out and it was mostly reported as rumor and, and not really um, sourced um, or, or the sources weren't revealed anyway. It was from, all from anonymous sources. And there was kind of no response from James Gunn for like 24 hours. Mm. So that story was just theorized upon and theorized upon, theorized upon. And man, at that point, I really didn't want to believe it. Like, I really thought, okay, James Gunn is smart. He knows that people want to see Henry Cavill. He's not going to like, like shit on Dwayne Johnson like that. Like, like, like I, I thought if James Gunn really was behind that decision, if really and really he was canceling Man of Steel two, then that would have to mean that Black Adam two is canceled, mm. and that would have to mean that Shazam is canceled, and that would have to mean that well, Aquaman is canceled. Shazam's already. I know, made, but so I don't. No, I mean Shazam three. I mean Shazam three. Okay. I mean Shazam two is the last of Shazam. Mm. Like. I didn't want to believe it. I thought James Gunn is 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 brilliant, and he can make any story great. And he proved that to me from Peacemaker. He proved it to me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't doubt. I don't doubt that he's going to make me like whatever he does. I don't. But I also did not believe that he was going to invite the backlash because there will now forever be a backlash. Um, you know, and the way this story evolved was, um, the next day, another story came out that said Patty Jenkins was the one who quit Wonder Woman and and James Gunn had nothing to do with it. And then suddenly James Gunn made his tweet, uh, saying, look, some of this is true. Some of this isn't true. Some of this we haven't decided yet. But he also in that same series of tweets said, um, look, we're really excited to build our new DCU, but we're going to do that by trying to build upon what has already been successful and, and getting rid of what wasn't right. So I thought, okay, he's saying it right there, right? He's saying, well, people love Henry Cavill Superman. So why would I get rid of Henry Cavill Superman? And maybe Patty Jenkins is out, but people love Gal Gadot. So why would I get rid of Gal Gadot? Because he just said, we want to, we want to build upon what's already been proven to work. So I thought, Kevin, I thought he was in my camp. And I said, you know, there's two earlier, there's two camps, the camp that likes the cast and wants to keep them. I like Ezra Miller. I like Jason Momoa. I like Gal Gadot. I like Henry Cavill. I want to see them all go forward. I, I don't like Ben Affleck, but I like him enough in that group that I want to see it all go forward with a really great writer and a really great director. And I want to see all of these great actors in these great roles, you know, in a really great story. I, I feel like as fans, we, we deserve that. And I feel like, um, you know, these actors, you know, I, I, I don't want to feel sorry for them. Like, I don't feel sorry for Henry Cavill or Gal Gadot. Like, like they're all fine, right? They're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
And a lot of people who are like, oh, poor Henry Cavill. I, I'm like, I'm like, I think Henry's okay. I like, let's just draw the line at, you know, that kind of shit. But, um, still, um, you know, like the next day or the day after the, uh, the, the Patty Jenkins quit Wonder Woman thing came out. Patty Jenkins put out a post on Twitter saying, no, I never quit Wonder Woman. That was bullshit. Thank you for believing all those lies about me. But what actually happened is James Gunn told me we're rebooting the DCU and, and there's no room for you or your Wonder Woman in what we're doing. There's nothing you can do to fix this. And then James Gunn comes out and, and, and he finally puts out a tweet saying, well, yeah, okay. And then, I'm sorry, Henry Cavill also put out a tweet saying, you know, I just had a meeting with James Gunn and and apparently I'm not going to be Superman anymore. Ah. Um, and then James Gunn puts out a tweet saying, well, yeah, we're, you know, we're moving forward with our new plan that we're really excited about and our Superman is going to be a much younger Superman. And that's not really even true, by the way. He's mm. still going to be working at the Daily Planet already. Like, I think all they mean is we want to reboot. We want to cast a new Lois Lane. We want to cast a new Superman. We want to redo the romance between Lois and Clark mm. and in, in their early years and that kind of thing. But anyway, James Gunn came out and said in a tweet, basically, yeah, Henry Cavill is out as Superman. We're casting a younger Superman. And and that basically means they're all out. Mm-hmm. Because he's also said that Superman is the main pillar of the new DCU that they're that they're that they're creating. So here it is. You had Dwayne Johnson campaigning for years over the future of the DCEU. And how it can be improved and fixed by putting him up against Superman, which was kind of ass backwards. But, um, you know, when David Zaslav didn't have his James Gunn yet, he was like, yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. And you're Dwayne Johnson. And, you know, who might argue? So go ahead. Go do that. And it was fine. Like the Black Adam movie was pretty cool. In a lot of ways, like the Justice Society was pretty awesome. Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate was amazing. I wanted to see more of that character. I wanted to see more of that version of Hawkman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just wanted to see Black Adam as a Shazam villain where he belonged, right? And and you could still have done that, but um, James Gunn has is basically from the camp that no, all of this should be stopped. And we should completely reboot and really try to recreate the MCU. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and that is, I think it's the MCU's fans idea of what should happen with DC. Like my, my whole time of trying to be the DC advocate and saying, you know, there's MCU fans and there's DC EU fans and and we and it's always MCU fans who think the DCEU should be completely rebooted because you're you're not fans of the DCEU, right? Like 
um, and you think, well, it's not as good as the thing that I like, so fuck it. Let's just flush it and, and try to start over and try to make it as good as the thing that I like. But there's all of these people like me who liked this thing and, and don't want to see it flushed. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm so torn right now, man, because, like I said, I believe in James Gunn and the whole Peacemaker thing. But let's take let's go back to that pin that I put in earlier. Like, what was the formula for Kevin Feige's success in the MCU? Like, he made comic book accurate movies for all of the main characters in the Avengers mm-hmm. before he made the Avengers and put them together. And like I said, that's not what he fucking did with Peacemaker. Like, he made an amazing show, an amazingly written show. But it was not comic book accurate. It was just, let's make this a great story. So if he takes Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and The Flash and Green Lantern and does that, like what he did with Peacemaker, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be amazing to watch. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure I'll love it. But it's not going to be what Kevin Feige did, right? Like, so will it succeed? Because Suicide Squad, I love, but it fucking bombed at the box office. Mm -hmm. Like, James Gunn has been an amazing success at the box office with the Guardians, the Galaxy films. But those are MCU films. Those are Kevin Feige-produced films. Like, those are part of the Kevin Feige machine Mm -hmm. that doesn't fucking fail, right? But over at DC, it's sink or swim. It's like some of these movies do really well. You know, Joker did amazing. You know, Um, Matt Reeves' Batman did amazing. Mm -hmm. Aquaman, the first one, did amazing. Wonder Woman, the first one, did awesome. But then there was a bunch of bombs. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad 1, Suicide Squad 2 uh, included. James Gunn movie included. So from my point of view, Kev, I feel like there is no guarantee that James Gunn is going to make successful movies. He'll make some great ones I think that I'll love. But will they fucking succeed? Will the new DCU that for its very existence destroyed, wiped out, killed the DCEU, killed Henry Cavill Superman, killed Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, Hmm. killed Ezra Miller Flash? Well, Ezra Miller killed himself. Killed Ben Affleck that's not proven, Kevin. That's oh, not proven. On. I still believe. I still believe he could come back. I still believe it, Kevin. He you don't remember himself. how? Do you remember how long Robert Downey Jr. only had negative headlines? Like that was was always pre, was always getting arrested. That was pre was always Iron Man. Going though. to jail. That was pre Iron Man. We're talking about so what man? We're talking about pre within. We're still talking about pre Flashpoint, dude. Like no, Flashpoint could be so successful, it could totally turn his life around. Yeah, I guess, but I we're not it. there yet. We don't know. <laughs> we're not there yet. No, no, I get what you're saying, but 
all that shit happened to Robert Downey Jr. before he decided to play Iron Man. Before he was asked to play Iron Man, he changed he his life around. He had yeah, some hits. Yeah, he changed his life. Movies. He changed his life around. Um, before, maybe, maybe Ezra before Miller's Iron at Man. that point right now. Maybe Ezra Miller yeah, is no, at that right. exact he, point. He could be right now. But the point How is, the point we is, don't. he made all these stupid mistakes before, or sorry, after he already played fucking the Flash. And sure. after but, he already but, acted in this film. But look how long his Flash movie has sat in the can. Like, he finished filming it, like, three years ago. I like, don't think it was that long ago. I think it was. It's know. been... It, they reshot the ending, and they and they added some some stuff. Maybe, the, maybe they're going to reshoot the ending again. This is a theory I have. This is a hope that I actually have. But, um, anyway... In the timeline, where were we? I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to leave anything out. But but anyway, James Gunn came out and said, you know, Henry Cavill is out. Henry Cavill came out and said, yeah, sorry, I'm out. He specifically said, by the way, David Zaslav was the one who told me to come out on Twitter and announce that I was back in. So David Zaslav is, like, hugely to blame for the embarrassment of Henry, Henry Cavill. And he did really get embarrassed through all of this. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is also heavily to blame, like I said, for like trying to force all of this. But I, I, I mean, can you really blame him? Like, how could you have known that James Gunn was going to suddenly show up and suddenly like have this big dick energy? Hmm. Like, you know, fuck all of that. Fuck all of the backlash I'm about to take for this. Fuck Dwayne Johnson, you know. Um, fuck Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck. No, not fuck Ben Affleck. We like him as a director. Let's let's have a meeting with him. Invite him to direct something. Um, but still, like huge big dick energy on the on the count of James Gunn, which you know, which is maybe deserved and maybe not. I will see if it turns out in the box office the way it did for Kevin Feige, but. Um, in the meanwhile, Kevin, what I'm super bummed about and why this feels like a sad funeral to me is like, these are all the movies that are already, already done that are on the schedule to be released that haven't come out yet. Aquaman two, which like Aquaman was like a billion dollar movie. Aquaman two could be like one of the biggest movies of all time and it won't fucking matter because there will never be a Jason Momoa Aquaman 3. Shazam 2. Which, like, Shazam wasn't a billion dollar movie. But it was a movie with a small budget. So it it did a decent amount of the box office. It was a very profitable movie. And, and this will probably have a slightly larger budget. Could be a more successful movie. Could be a huge box office movie. But it doesn't matter. Because there will never be a Shazam 3 with this cast following this storyline. There's a Blue Beetle movie Mm -hmm. coming out. So, like, a character being introduced, which people may love. Like, who knows? Like, I have no idea. I'm not a Blue Beetle fan. I didn't collect that comic. But... Um, it's a Justice League character, so I I know it from I knew it from Justice League. Maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be DC's Iron Man. 
Maybe people will love it. It won't matter. There'll never be another one. It's over. And that could be part of his new lineup, though. Flashpoint. There's another Ezra Miller Flash movie, which includes supposedly all of these characters in cameos, including Michael Keaton's Batman's triumphant return in a tribute to the classic history of Warner Brothers DC films, bringing back the classic Batman that everyone loves in a move that is like a love letter to DC film fans that should be this really like heartwarming nostalgic tribute that is just going to feel like a fucking funeral because all of this is just being wiped away for whatever the new James Gunn thing is going to be. And here is my hope. Like it's going to be a long fucking, I think it's like two years for all those movies I just listed to be like released. So it's going to be like a long funeral for the DCEU. Hmm. And that's what the bummer is for me. And I guess the reward at the end of all of that is going to be this amazing new DCU that James Gunn is going to create that I'm sure I'm going to love again. I'm sure I'm going to love it when we eventually get to it. But like, my excitement for all of these other films is now just like, it's like pissed down the back of my neck. Like forget about getting too excited about like, enjoy them if they're great, but be sad that, that it's the end of, of, of this storyline of these storylines. And, um, I guess, I don't know. It's a funeral. It's a funeral to me still. Mm. Um, I think Gal Gadot deserves another Wonder Woman film. I think Henry Cavill deserves another goddamn Superman film. Um, I think Ezra Miller, um, depend if this Flash movie is as great as people who have seen it say it is, I think Ezra Miller, if he can clean himself up, keep himself legal for a while, uh, deserves another chance. But um, whatever, we'll see. We'll see what happens with James Gunn and his new vision for the new dc rumor has it that he wants to do kingdom come which is one of the weirdest darkest comic book dc justice league storylines um it's kind of like the boys it's kind of like i don't know superheroes are the problem kind of storylines which i don't like but whatever we'll see we'll see what he really does so the X-Men, yeah. essentially. Yeah, except, except, except they don't have the, the realistic, um, you know, a story device of, of, of mutations. It's just generic, super-powered people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's narratively dumber. It's a dumber version of the mm-hmm. X-Men, right? It's, 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 it feels like a shittier, watered-down version. I don't know. DC... Has to do its own thing. It has to stick to its classic, hyper-colored, hyper-stylized, more gothic or more um, optimistic or more violent or more like it's. It, you know, the MCU has its rooted in reality thing, which works for it, right? Like it's it's a more like like real lived-in world than 
than the hyper stylized DC world. I feel like that's the what you got to do. But we'll see what James Gunn does anyway. Um, and, and I guess he's in the camp that it all has to be rebooted. It has to be started again. And he's going to try to recreate what Kevin Feige did. And 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 we'll see. Like uh, like it's not just about creative greatness it's about box office success and he doesn't have the kevin feige machine like he did with guardians of the galaxy Mm. and we saw what happened with the box office for suicide squad so i don't know man i'm skeptical but i'm hopeful and i i i just feel like it could all go down in flames again you know and i feel like it could be a big failure story and 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 then there will just continually be this movement like to restore the fucking Snyderverse, you know, like mm-hmm. bring back Cavill. Cavill's still young enough. Gal Gadot's still young enough. You know, Ezra Miller's still young enough. We're going to hear that if if James Gunn fails at all, we're going to continue to hear that for so long. And I might feel that way myself, like especially if Aquaman 2 is good. Mm-hmm. If the Flashpoint movie is as great as people who've seen it are saying it is, what if Blue Beetle is awesome? You know, what if all these movies that haven't come out yet are great, Kev, Mm -hmm. and then the James Gunn thing doesn't do well? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. ah, ah, You know, that's just how I feel right now. I feel like, ah, like I feel like I kind of wish if James Gunn was going to announce all this shit, he would have waited six months or, or something, you know, like let me enjoy the next couple of things that come out before I know that I'm entering the funeral period of DC films, mm-hmm. you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm running out of gas. Uh, maybe I've said everything I needed to say, but um, uh, I know we don't have any funeral march sound effects to play, but um, no. I, I feel like I feel like we should have them um, because that's the way I feel about DC films for a while, man. And um, I don't feel sorry for Henry Cavill, obviously. Um, the man is, is doing okay in life, and now he's just announced that he's going to do a Warhammer 40k. Uh, like he's going to be the executive producer to bring a Warhammer 40k cinematic universe to existence. Hmm. That's a, an amazingly ambitious task, but <clears throat> fucking Warhammer 40k is one of the most awesome video game properties that's unexploited. Um, cinematically um, it really is a deeply rich amazing universe um, of, of story of characters of of uh, of lore it's already there and if you did get a great story set oh there you go <laughs> you heard that yes I can hear the John <laughs> Williams Superman theme Henry Cavill got to have that theme under him in his Black Adam cameo. 
And we have The Rock to thank for that. We have Dwayne Johnson's ego and force of will to thank for that one little cameo mm-hmm. where Henry Cavill got to have that theme song behind him. He did. And they even put the curl on his forehead. James Gunn ain't using that theme. <laughs> he probably James can Gunn if ain't, he wants. James Gunn ain't using Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. James Gunn. James Gunn ain't using the John Williams score. James Gunn is not going to rely on nostalgia uh, for fan service. James Gunn is going to try to create a brand new cinematic DC universe based on what his vision is. Of those characters, so rolling the dice, man, rolling dice because there are so many different versions of these characters in the comics, right? Like, if he chooses the Kingdom Come Superman, like that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but what if he what if he decides to go with the Michael B. Jordan like like new Black Superman reboot? Mm-hmm. Like that could be awesome and cool, but like completely fucking different. Um, like, like it could be anything and, and, and he could make some weird choice that makes the box office not turn out, man. You never know. You never know. You never know that that suicide squad film was great. I loved it. You loved it. Mm -hmm. But how many people saw it? Dude. Mm -hmm. How many people saw the suicide squad? How many people were looking forward to? A sequel to that, mm-hmm. or a continuation of that storyline, or any of it. I don't know. I don't know, man, but I've talked for a long time, and you've just listened to me go on and on, and thank you. No problem. Thank you for letting me get this out. I feel like this has been great, greatly therapeutic for me. I was going to say very therapeutic. <laughs> yes. Mm, They're very therapeutic for me. Very therapeutic. But um, I don't know, dude. What do you think? So- um, I know, I know you, you believe in James Gunn like I do, he, but, but you don't believe in the old DCEU the way I do. So no, you're on, I, on his camp. Uh, I, I'm cool with him squashing Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah. I, I'm fine with that. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm over it. Um, you know I wasn't a huge fan of the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, there was some stuff in it I liked, but overall, I just felt it was just an even more drawn-out version of a film that I didn't really enjoy in the first place. Um, yeah. Making it fucking, um, I forget the aspect ratio right now, but making it not widescreen was the nail in the coffin for me. <laughs> like, I fucking hated that choice but hey that's me um a lot of people loved it but for myself i fucking thought it was a dumb choice but anyways that was that's that's my two cents um as far as the future for the dceu before james gunn um it didn't look like it was going to be much better um I was looking forward to seeing a Man of Steel 2 if that's the route they were going to go. I really enjoyed the first film. I To this day, I have no idea why they didn't sequel that film. 
uh it was such a great film um to me that put super fight scenes come on yeah no i'm saying like it put dc back on the map and then they basically buried that film with the superman v batman and don't even get me started on that like I fucking hated that movie. Like, I walked out of it going, what the fuck? <laughs> really? Like, that's what they gave me? Like, all these years downer, of... Right? Well, all these years of, like, like teasing that film. I don't know if you remember, but they even... Yep. In um, This Is Legend, when he was walking through... Sorry, yeah, I Am Legend. When he's yep. walking through Times Square... And it's like all fucked up, like all deserted and fucked up and corroded. You could see a Superman versus Super uh, Batman yeah. uh, poster in the background. That was when the hype began, right? And it was began. just like, yeah. is this real? Is this really happening? And then that movie just destroyed my faith in DC Universe. But anyways, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what James Gunn does. Um, James Gunn is just, he's on, he's on a roll. Like everything he's been putting out as of late has been fucking great. Like even right. we talked right. about the holiday special, like yeah. who would have known? He, it again tonight. There you go. <laughs> like when I first heard he was going to do that, I was like, in my head, I was thinking, is he going to make it like stupid and cheesy? Like the Star Wars holiday special? Like, is that the, 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 the goal? But no, he came out with something really cool really fun really really great um i thought he was gonna do like a variety show to tell you the truth i'm not gonna lie that's why that's the that's the angle i thought he was gonna do this and just kind of yeah um parody kind of mock make fun of the holiday the star wars holiday special but no that's not the route he went um i'm i'm looking forward to seeing guardians guardians 3 looks fucking great um uh what else uh peacemaker like we talked about was great i'm looking forward to a season two uh apparently they're going forward with a season two um other than that yeah no i'm i was excited when i heard james gunn was going to be kind of like the head over there and yeah well uh right now all we can do is just uh is just wait and see what he does so i i i have faith um that being said, I had faith in J.J. Abrams when he was announced to take over Star Wars. But, you know, uh, we all know how that ended. But uh, Damn. Damn. <laughs> deep cut, Damn. right? But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like, uh, I feel like J., um, James Gunn has more DC knowledge than J.J. Abr- Abrams had of Star Wars knowledge. Uh, so I think I'm we're... Missing out of- Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing an article right now mm-hmm. that says Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill's cameos have been cut out of the Flash movie. Now, the Flash movie is going to suck now because of all of this. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Actually, I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, Me too. Even though, Me too. Even though Ezra yeah. obviously has that fucking pass. We're, we'll call it a pass right now because apparently he's he's changed He's in recovery, he he came out and apologized and all that bullshit, right? So, um, I'm gonna call it his pass until he fucks up again. But yeah, even though his his pass was you know obviously fucked up over the last like year or so, um, it sounds like it's gonna be a good movie. Um, so far, well, studio reactions are saying how great it is, but 
you're not going to hype up a movie. Um, you're not going to like shit on your own film, put it that way. Like, you're not going to be like, this movie sucks, but we're going to release it in fucking August. <laughs> Here is my great hope. Yeah. Here is my great, great hope. Since it's a Flashpoint movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the ending of this movie was always going to be, oh, the Flash runs really fast again and then resets everything again. And then he arrives in whatever the new timeline is going to be. And then there's a big reveal at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of, oh, what universe does he end up in, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's been a few different versions of Flashpoint in the comics and TV shows and whatever, but that's basically how it goes at the end, is that, oh, the Flash runs fast really one last time and resets everything. And then, and then whatever it is at the end of that is whatever it is going forward. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that James Gunn is going to take advantage of this movie. And because we're going to have this super fucking long wait to see what he's going to do next, Mm. I hope he's going to reshoot the final scene of this film. So when Ezra Miller runs really fast and then comes out into his new reality, whatever it is, it just cuts to... His new Justice League, the entire new Justice League cast, Mm. just standing there like, oh, my God, who are you? And then, like, you wouldn't even have to shoot anything with Ezra Miller again because you probably already have a shot of him coming out of super speed and then looking surprised, right? Mm -hmm. And that's all you have to do. End the movie right there. Just show us the new Justice League cast in that movie. And then maybe it takes a year for the first Justice League movie to come out for the new, you know, for the new version of whatever he's going to make it, the James Gunn Justice League. But use the, like, connect them, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, don't just make everything that's already coming out a complete dead end. Take advantage of the Flash movie to connect your universe to the previous universe, please like don't make it a complete funeral. Use a comic book trope to like give us a handoff. Right. Am I wrong? Would that be a cool thing? Or would you rather not even see that happen? No, actually I think that'd be a great opportunity to, uh, for the introduction of a new, a new, um, justice league. Right. No, I actually or maybe like, just I like that just idea. your new Superman or just your new Batman. Maybe mm. just one new character, right? But whoever is going to be like something that just shows us, oh, this is the next thing, mm-hmm. right? Something. Um, I hope. I hope. Anyway, like I hope he just doesn't fucking say, you know, fuck all this shit. Just put it out, and I'll ignore it, and then we'll start over after. Like, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. seems like such a long time to wait for the next movie and the next movie and the next movie. And, you know, we go through the hype cycle for everything. And, oh, God, it's just going to seem like a long time. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm done complaining now. I'll stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. Boom, done. boom, done on the, on the DC. Boom, done on the DCEU, Kev. And, okay, I guess I am going to be relieved to be ending the speculation finally mm-hmm. because there's been so much Henry Cavill's in, Henry Cavill's out, Henry Cavill's in, Henry, you know, Ben Affleck's in, Ben Affleck's out, Ben Affleck, you know, 
so much speculation for mm-hmm. so long. So I guess I'm glad the speculation is over in a lot of ways. And um, <sighs> fucking James Gunn is a genius. He's awesome. He's amazing. So so knocking wood. Maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe everything will be awesome. Mm-hmm. But we've gone on a bit, and and we said we were going to keep this a short one. So mm-hmm. so we should wrap up soon. So Kev. Um, you know, I've done most of the talking here tonight. So right. is there anything you want to talk about before we, before we wrap up? <clears throat> so I watched a few movies in the last like week or so, um, All right. that I just wanted to brief, briefly talk about. Um, the first one is the new, uh, Will Smith movie, which is on Apple TV, oh. uh, Emancipation. Emancipation. Uh, Emancipation. Um, apparently nobody's watching it apparently well apparently it's a big bomb well i guess a lot of people probably aren't watching it because of will smith let's let's be honest like people are yep. still upset with what Mad happened him. so you know what chris rock is such a such a liked guy such a mm-hmm. likable guy i i've thought about this recently for the mm-hmm. first time in a while had not been on my mind but man he smacked a guy who people just really like yeah right yeah Go ahead. Well, let me say this movie was uh, was was interesting. Uh, Will Smith definitely pours his heart out in this film. Like when I say pours his heart out, I mean with his acting chops. Um, he does a great job. Um, I, I I don't see him getting nominated just because of what happened. If if he didn't slap the shit out of Chris Rock, I feel like he would have <laughs> he would have gotten nominated for this. But I do, I honestly feel like he won't just based on that alone. Um, the movie, I didn't realize that this movie was basically, um, I, I, I'm assuming there's some truth to what was told, but it's essentially, it was written around a picture and it was a picture of, of a slave who, who took a a picture, um, he had a picture of, of his back taken and it's just filled with like, you know, scars and, uh, of being, you know, whipped and essentially tortured um during this time this this time of uh slavery and um of course they recreate that and then they show the real picture at the end so to me that had a lot more meaning to the film um by the end opposed to um like i felt i felt the struggle of this 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 runaway slave trying to trying to get to to freedom essentially Right. Um, I don't know if you know the story, but basically Lincoln announced that the slaves were free. And of course, yeah. the only way for slaves to know this is word of mouth because it's not like, you know, they had radios like blasting with this on yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? It was, and it's not like their masters were going to come tell yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, well, I guess you're yeah. free. And it's like, no, we're uh, we're not telling them shit. Keep working. Keep picking yeah. that cotton yeah. bitch. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they get the wind and, uh, in, in this plantation essentially. And, and of course, uh, they run, they run for, for freedom essentially. And it's basically the story of these, these, uh, slave owners essentially trying to capture and or kill, (laughs) um, these slaves. Um, and like I said, like the, it it was basically, uh, I don't know how much truth is to this film, but essentially, it was based around um, a picture. It's a fictional. It's a fictional story that was I believe it's a fictional. By, yeah, exactly. I feel like it's inspired. A, there might have been by some, true events. Yeah, there there was probably some some truth to it. Like it I said, sounds like something that probably happened. Probably yeah. a lot. 
but of course it was probably you know uh hollywood sized right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but yeah no um this is a film that i i i liked i i probably won't watch it ever again but um if you're I'm not going to say, like, to me, 12 Years a Slave was probably the most deep-cutting emotional film for me when it came to that subject. And, yeah. like, I, I fucking busted a tear when I that's watched a, that. That's a brutal film. Yeah, it was, it was fucking, it was, it was hard to watch, but such a great emotional film. But yeah. um, this movie didn't have that impact on me, but I thought it was, I feel like it is something that if you're interested in that kind of history to check out but i i i have a low bar um recommendation for that okay 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 um another film that i just want to talk about real uh real quick that i watched was uh the banshees of in in a sheeran yep which is the new that's got high reviews yeah it's new like 100 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. uh i watched that um it's a very slow film but it's also a very it, it becomes to be very deep. I don't know if you know the story of it, but basically no. it's about uh two guys who are like best friends and then one day this guy just decided I don't like you anymore and I don't want to talk to you anymore. But they live in like yeah. this small town in the yeah. in the early um nineteen twenties. And, you know, there's nothing much to do in this town but, you know, hoard your sheep and fucking drink at a pub. So anyway, mm-hmm. so he, 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 Colin Farrell plays the friend that, that, that uh, is banished, essentially. And he just wants to know why. And he, he, he's trying to rectify this, this friendship. So he's constantly like, like, you know, being like, like, look, like let's just have a beer and we'll talk about it but he's like no i'm done with you you're doll i don't want to deal with you anymore and it comes to the point where he's like you know what if you keep harassing me i am gonna cut off a finger and i'm gonna give it to you and i'm gonna keep cutting off a finger every time you talk to me (laughs) essentially right so without uh ruining it (laughs) let's just say he loses a bunch of fingers and wow yeah it's 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 an interesting film uh again this comes it's hmm weird yeah so it comes with a with uh if you're into slow kind of comedies it's it is essentially a a comedy at the end but it's also a drama in in some ways um i i feel like this movie is gonna get like some oscar nods right so if you're into watching like oscar nominated movies or soon to be oscar nominated movies because i feel like this is gonna get some nods um, I would recommend it, but if you're not into slow movies, do not watch it. I I, I wouldn't recommend it in that respect. Sounds like you should avoid it if you're squeamish too. Um, well, they don't actually show the fingers being cut off, but okay. you do see the fingers. Let's just say that. So, okay. yeah, it was uh, very. It was, it was an interesting film, but again, slow, slow burn. And I just wanted to talk about real quick about another film that I watched, which um, is a Christmas film, um, which is also on Apple TV, which is called Spirited with uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, which I thought was yep. yeah, it, it, it was a funny movie. It's I've another heard a lot of people talking about that. Yeah, it was another take on the whole Scrooge thing, the uh, Christmas Carol. Um, to be honest, that when I was watching, I'm like, is this a remake of Scrooged? <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
Um, very similar. Yeah, it's very similar in that respect, right? Um, a modern tale, basically, of the same kind of Christmas Carol thing. But yeah, no, um, it's it's a fun movie. It's it's uh, it's funny in a lot of parts. Uh, if you like Ryan Reynolds and if you like Will Ferrell, I, I recommend it. Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be a Christmas classic by any means, but yeah, it's a fun film. And if you have Apple TV, I, I recommend giving it a go. That's all I have. Right, right on. I'm going to watch that for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Well, you know what? Uh, the holidays are right around the corner. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I should probably wish you a Merry Christmas. And, and same to you, my friend. Anyone who's, anyone who's listening, uh, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And thank you for listening. For sure. Thank you for listening to me complain mm-hmm. and get my anger out and my upsetness. And, my, and you know what? I will eventually come to a better place. I will eventually accept that the Snyderverse is dead or the DCEU <laughs> because you got to include the Whedonverse in there as well and, you know, mm, everything else. True. Well, I guess it is uh, Snyder's verse, right? Yeah, yeah. No it started there. Mm-hmm. It started there. Um, but, um, hey, uh, you know, um, there's always so much good stuff coming up to look forward to. We haven't talked about uh, Willow. I really don't like it. I haven't <laughs> watched it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just based on like what I'm hearing, I don't recommend it. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't given it a try yet. Um, that being said, I kind of wanted to watch the original movie before I rewatched it. Um, uh, that'll or, make you or, even or more watch disappointed. It. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But uh, can uh, we just briefly just, talk about that fucking new Spider-Man trailer though? That looks fucking great. The, I actually uh, have not watched it. Oh, you haven't watched it? Oh, dude, give yourself Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, isn't it across the Spider-Verse? The Spider-verse? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... No, that's I, I saw there's a new trailer out. I have not watched it. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be one to look forward to next year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse was one of the best movies. Yeah, one of the so, best superhero films. Yeah, so good, so good. And that's sure coming from someone who doesn't really enjoy a lot of, like, animated shit. Yeah, um, no, me neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was—it's just amazing. Yeah, just, yeah, no, it was so good, and I'm definitely looking forward to watching Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, so, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, my friend. And hey, I don't know. There's lots of other amazing stuff coming out soon, mm-hmm. and uh, there's going to be plenty of talk about. Plenty to talk about. So, but yeah. we've said enough for tonight. I guess we should wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, any like you said. Out there. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and yes. uh, Happy New Year if uh, if we don't do another one we'll this see. year. Um, I know we're going to try to get together with uh, Billy and Gregory and do another uh, roundtable. So yeah, I don't see sure. that happening this year, obviously, but I'm pretty sure we'll yeah, be able yeah. to do it next year for sure. Year's almost over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very soon, very soon we're going to get together with those guys mm-hmm. and uh, do another OTOG roundtable. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what else, man. But um, is there any questions or any uh, comments from uh, the audience that we should address before we? Uh, so uh, on our on our Facebook page, uh, tool uh-huh. for this um, uh, podcast, um, uh-huh. someone left an audio message. I'm just going to click on it here. Okay. All right. That's the end? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, 
That's right, Ms. Jackson. That is the end. Because <clears throat> I am nasty. And, uh, and I'm out of stuff to say. nasty. <laughs> Wasn't that from Dodgeball? <laughs> I feel, uh, I feel like I that was fucking um, Ben Stiller that said that. Freaking nasty. I don't know. I've got to go watch Dodgeball yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I could be wrong, anyway. but I'm pretty sure it's close to that line. Anyways, <laughs> well, yeah. Apparently, Ben Stiller is the only holdout for Dodgeball too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Make it. I'm in. Make it happen. Everyone else is like, "Hey, why don't you want to do it?" He's yeah. like, "Uh, I I just made Severance." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, good night. Mm-hmm. And um. Uh, and thanks for listening and uh, just chill to the next episode.